coming up a sophisticated we mom. have a body we have a spirit and we have a soul and so that is kind of in comparison to the trinity in the sense that when you die and you leave this earth your earth your body will die because your body cannot physically go to heaven but you live on through your spirit and your soul and it is kind of the same way with the trinity because just like your body your soul and your spirit is all you all of these things are God, but they are manifest in different forms. <laughs> Dedication, preservation, take a look inside. Your salvation, do every good work. It takes patience, like a butterfly. Transformation. What is up, guys? Sophia here, back with another video. So before we get into the video, don't forget to subscribe and hit the notification bell so you can stay updated on everything. And also don't forget to check the description box because I always put a lot of stuff in there, including my Patreon where I talk about all things leveling up. Now, what this video is going to be about is you might as well sit back and relax because I have a feeling that this is going to be a long but educational one. <laughs> and it is explaining the Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit in a very easy way that you can understand because a lot of people just tend to get confused on how it all works. So I'm not gonna talk forever. Let's go ahead and get right on into it, shall we? All right, so the easiest way that I can explain the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit in the way that they're all one, but people tend to not get that confused. They're like, okay, but do you worship God? Do you worship Jesus? And what is the Holy Spirit? And how can they be one? Actually, it's very easy to explain in the sense that God created, created us in the same way. If you read Genesis, then you know that when God created Adam and Eve, he created us in his image. And so we were also given Trinity as well, but not on the magnitude that God was is like the Trinity because you know, he's God and everything, but we were given a spirit and we were given a soul and we were given a body. And how we know that is because the good old Bible tells us. So if you go into first theologians 523, it specifically says, and may your spirit and your soul and your body be complete and found blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. So what does that tell us? We have a body, we have a spirit, and we have a soul. And so that is kind of in comparison to the Trinity in the sense that when you die and you leave this earth, your earth, your body will die because your body cannot physically go to heaven, but you live on through your spirit and your soul. And it is kind of the same way with the Trinity because just like your body, your soul, and your spirit is all you, all of these things are God, but they are manifest in different forms. So Jesus would be the, the equivalent to the body because he is in the flesh and we're gonna get into that. And then the Holy Spirit would be like the spirit, <laughs> duh. And then the soul would be like God. So they are all one, just like you have a Trinity and you are one. I would love to end the video here because that explains everything in a nutshell, but don't click off just yet because you have to get why all of this is because there is a point to everything. So the first thing I wanna get into is how do we know that God is Jesus? Glad you asked because it's very spelt out very plainly in the Bible, which is why I always encourage y'all to read the Bible through and through because if you compare the Old Testament to the New Testament, then you would understand that it all runs together and it is not separate, even though the New Testament talks about Jesus and the Old Testament talks about God, but God is Jesus. And I'm gonna prove that right here. 
So if you know the, re the main reason why Jesus was crucified is because he was found to be a blasphemer. Or that's what they thought because he was proclaiming himself to be God. And so the main reason why we see this is if we go to John 8 and we go, we're going to start from verse 56. And it says, your father Abraham greatly rejoiced to see my day. This is Jesus talking, my incarnation. And he, and he saw it and was delighted. Then the Jews said to him, you are not even 50 years old and you claim to have seen Abraham. And this is the key in 58. Jesus replied, I assure you and most solemnly say before Abraham was born, I am. So you have to understand the context of the Bible because after this, it said, so they picked up stones and they threw at him, but Jesus considered, so basically they started throwing stones at Jesus because they were upset. But why were they upset by that statement? And the reason why is if you go to the book of Exodus, which is the second book of the Bible, when Moses talked to the burning bush and God was telling him to go free the people from Egypt, Moses was like, how are the people going to listen to me and who should I say sent me? And then God, the burning bush answered to him. God said, and this is in Exodus chapter three, verse 14. God said to Moses, I am who I am. And he said, you shall say this to the Israelites. I am has sent me. So from the beginning of time, the Jewish people knew God to be I am as in everything. And see, this is why I think a lot of people get confused because Jesus is a person who came in the flesh, but God was saying, I am as in everything because he was not incarnate in the world because it's like, you don't have to take on a, he's God, like he's everything. Basically he is everything. I am everything that is around me. I am, I am, I am. Like, I don't know how else to explain it. But when Jesus came and the reason why he came, I'm going to put my devil video or one of the videos. I know that sounds crazy where I kind of explain this into detail. But the reason why Jesus had to come or God had to come in the flesh is because Adam and Eve was built into perfection. They gave temptation to the devil by eating the forbidden fruit. And Jesus was an atonement from that. But since God is I am and he is perfect, he could not come down to earth in all perfection and resist the devil. He had to come in flesh form as Adam and Eve did so and resist the temptation that Adam and Eve could not. Jesus had to come as a man in the flesh being tempted in every way. That is, so it is God, but he had to come in a different form because of that reason. And so if you're like, okay, but why did God have to do all of that? That's why it wasn't because he's up in like heaven and he's just walking around like a person. No, he had to appear in a person for this specific form and that person was Jesus. And we know that because as always, I'm going to back up some Bible scripture because I know a lot of argumentative people on YouTube, even though I be speaking directly from the Bible, y'all be trying to tell me I'm wrong sometimes. So I could be like, you know what, go look it up for yourself because I'm not wrong. So let's go ahead and quote where this happens, okay? So we're gonna start from John 1:14, and the word Christ became flesh and lived among us and we saw his glory, glory as belongs to one and only begotten son of the father, the son who is truly unique, the only one of his kind who is full of grace and truth, absolutely free of deception because he was the only man as in flesh that could come to earth that could be sinless, absolutely free and in deception. And then it says, and the word became flesh. So we know that the word is the Bible and what the word comes from is the words of God. So God is speaking through the Bible. And so they are saying God became 
flesh. Just like when you die, your flesh dies, your soul and your spirit and the way that you will exist in heaven will not be like this. It won't hurt. You're not gonna freaking bleed and all this other type of stuff. You are still the same person, but does this physical body go in heaven or does it exist in heaven? No, it is in the ground because it is an earthly body. And so then the next verse I'm gonna go into is John 14, nine, where the where one of the disciples said, Lord, show us the father and then we will be satisfied because the disciples did not even understand what Jesus was. Like he was like, I'm so confused by this right now because it is our earthly mind not understanding it. So Jesus said to him, have I been with you for so long and you do not know me yet, Philip, nor recognize clearly who I am. Anyone who has seen me has seen the father. How can you say, show us, show us the father do you not believe i am in the father and the father is in me so the aspect of that because it's not because it's like okay because jesus is made man if you notice jesus will always consult with god because unlike our trinity we can't be like in heaven and here at the same time because we not god we just is made in his image with our soul, body, and flesh, but like our soul can't be there and our flesh be here. We're not that powerful. But Jesus was not all knowing in the way that God, Jesus was limited to the power that he had being here on earth. And so God, that's why he says God is in him, but he is still the father because he had to be made weak because remember he had to be able to be tempted. He had to have flesh and he had to be able to resist the devil so that he can make atonement for our sins so that we can get the Holy Spirit. And this is where the Trinity is going to come in so that we can once again communicate with God. Because in Genesis, if you read it, God walked and talked with Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden. God was communicating here, you know, with the spirit of them and Adam and even Eve. He was not in earth form, but because they ate the forbidden fruit, that is what started the separation from us from God and so he had to go back and atone that in the way that Adam and Eve couldn't so he wasn't in his full powerful God way because he did have to have some weakness but he was like I'm still the father the father is still in me you know the father's ways because I am the father but and to back up my point we know that from first Colossians chapter 2 9 for in him, which is Jesus, in all full deity, the Godhead dwells in bodily form, completely expressing the divine essence of God. Like, I know y'all are like, well, why couldn't Jesus just fly off the cross? Okay, but he wasn't like the full-powered God. He was the bodily form. Um, and with man, we have limitations. So we can't say like Jesus and God is two different people because I know a lot of people might feel like, okay, but if I pray, if I believe in Jesus, is that not committing idolatry, which is worshiping two gods? No, for the reason that I just explained. But of course, let's go ahead and back that up with the Bible verse. This is in 1 Corinthians 8, 6. Yet for us, there is but one God, the Father who is the source of all things. Remember the I am. And we exist for him and one Lord Jesus by whom all things that have been created. And we believers exist and have life and have been redeemed. Remember when I talked about the atonement of Adam and Eve that Jesus had to do because they sinned and they ate in the Garden of Eden? That's the redemption that they're talking about through him. That was the entire point of Jesus. So that is why. So if there was no redemption that had to be done, then there would have been no Jesus. But if you are believing in Jesus, that is not idol true because there is 
one God. <laughs> They're both the same, but in different forms. Gotcha. Now we're gonna go into the dynamic of the Holy Spirit, which I personally feel is the easiest for everybody to grasp because we know that Jesus had to die in order for the Holy Spirit to come in us. And once again, that is the dynamic of what happened with Adam and Eve when we were cut off from God because God came in, you know, um, in Adam and Eve, he was able to walk and talk with them. We know that because he was like, why did you eat the fruit? Who told you you were naked? I mean, he was just in the cool of the day. And mind you, even in Genesis, it doesn't say he was hugging them. He didn't have a body, but his presence was able to communicate with them in that way because they had not yet fell from grace. And so Jesus, when he redeemed, that was the Holy Spirit that came in us that we were able to have that one-on-one -on -one communication once again with God. And so here we're gonna go to a few Bible verses. And this is gonna be in 2 Corinthians 13, 14. And so it says, the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and his fellowship, 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 fellowship. What do we think when we think of fellowship? Keep that word in mind. Of the Holy Spirit will be within you all. So just like I said, that is how we communicate with God once again. So it's kind of like a telepathy, if you will. <laughs> I'm trying to explain this in a very normal way. So it's like now the Holy Spirit is like our telepathy or the ability to speak to God's mind in a way so that is all the holy spirit is but it's not something separate it is still a part of god but it's just our way of like knowing what he wants to say to us just like i was if i was supposed if i was able to have telepathy with you you would still be you but i'm just able to communicate with your mind i'm just gonna back up all of it by going back to um john 1 1 in the beginning before all time was the word Christ and the word was with God and the word was God himself. So remember, I had already spoke about that. He was continually, continuously existing in the beginning and co-eternally with God because like we have all three, they was all together. Jesus was with God because we have a body, soul and spirit and we're one. That's how it was. Okay. And then if you go down to 116, it says, for out of his fullness, the super abundance of his grace and his truth, we have all received grace upon grace, spiritual blessings upon spiritual blessings, favor upon him, favor and grace and heat upon gift. So basically what they are talking about is the Holy Spirit because uh, when we talk about the grace of God, we know that is the forgiveness of the sins. So if you look at the Old Testament and the New Testament, you know the, the way that God treats us is very different. And that is because we have been redeemed and now we have the right to ask for forgiveness because Jesus was the ultimate sacrifice and now we can all go to heaven. Back in the day, I don't know where they went, but in the Old Testament, God was like, you know, he was very severe because he knew that if they were to sin or if they were to do stuff, their redemption was limited and they did not have that pathway. And so that is why, the, because it's like through the Old Testament, we continuously see how man falls, man falls, man falls, man falls. We cannot, like we are not perfect. And so once Jesus came and did that, he, I mean, God don't want us to habitually sin. Come on now. Uh, he tells us that we have to at least try, but it is also our way of having grace through the Holy Spirit and him to be able to tell us that we wrong. Because when they did Sodom and Gomorrah, when he's flooded the earth through Noah, I don't even know if those people knew they were wrong. I don't even know if anybody could really tell them because there was no Holy Spirit to convict them and say, what are you doing? 
So it's like now we know that because the Holy Spirit is able to tell us that. All right. I felt like that was a very no-nonsense, easy way for it to be explained. I really hope that you guys got that. Like, I legit feel like you should have no questions or no comments or no concerns as to why the Trinity is the same type of person and what it all means and that they're one in the same. I am more than happy to expand on this topic, but you know, um, I didn't want to just include everything under the sun in this video. So if you have other questions, leave them down in the comment section and I will be happy to address them for you or create another video about this and make it into a series if that's what you want to do because y'all know I love some Bible-based teaching. Y'all just know it like makes me happy. I'm such a nerd. <laughs> All right, guys, don't forget to subscribe and I will see you guys another day. Ugh. I will see you guys another day, another time. Deuces, y'all. <laughs>